0: You know, I came on here today and I if you first time listening to the show, I don't have an intro, I don't have anything, I just get right into the basics of shit. Got this big ass jug of zero calorie milo sweet tea right here. I've been drinking out of the jug. I ain't got much left. I've been drinking out of the jug. As soon not I get done with this podcast, I'm going to the gym. Just recording this podcast, I'm going to the gym. And before you hear this say, he's drinking tea before going to the gym, zero calories, zero cholesterol, zero fat, three grams of sodium, and a gram of carbohydrates. I'll be fine. Um, we're gonna get right into it today, y'all. Um, well, and thank you for joining me on this episode of conversation conversation with Shelby Green. I'm your host, Shelby Green. Obviously, you figured that out by now. Um, I got a lot to talk about today. First things first, I appreciate your guys' support. I appreciate all the uh, just everything. I want to thank. Um, Wrapping up a little post-game show last Sunday night after the Va Tech game. I appreciate the uh, kind words and things that were said in that chat. It was really nice to hear some positivity in that in chat. And that's a fact. Um, before we get into um, a little basketball, I want to make this clear. I had a plan to talk about the Steelers today. But the more and more I just sit here and think about the Steelers, the more and more I don't want to talk about them. I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not wasting my breath on my Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm disappointed. I'm sick to my stomach. Of what I've been seeing. And I'm going to say that again and again time and time as well. And that's a fact. Um, Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm going to say about him today. Kenny Pickett's hurt. The offense looks like dog shit. Uh, Defense did not show up yesterday. They took the Cardinals lightning and they got their asses kicked. It's embarrassing. And I'm not going to waste my time. Not going to waste my time. So how do I I, uh, start this off? Oh, uh, I don't talk a lot about the NBA on here, but I live up here in in Greenwood, Indiana, which is like it's basically like if you're from Louisville and you're listening to this, it's kind of like Clarksville to Louisville. You know what I mean? It's kind of like right outside of it. It's like it's kind of like Jeffersonville. It's kind of like that. I will state this about this real quick. Pacers are a fun team to watch. They don't guard anybody. Um, That's a fact. Um, And I tell you right now, you don't get somebody alongside Tyrese Halliburton winning games. Tyrese Halliburton's going to be gone. You have to trade him and get rid of him. So, Pacers, you better wake up and figure that out just real quick. Okay, so let's get into what I want to talk about. Talk about Louisville football. ACC championship game, 16-6 defeat against Florida State. I mean, it is what it is at this point. Um, We've... Got into discussions on Twitter about things. I've gotten into it with people. I've said a lot of things with people, back and forth, blah, blah, blah. I mean this wholeheartedly. If you're putting blame on Jeff Brom for bringing in Jack Plummer, the reason why we plummeted and didn't win that game, then you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm an idiot. You are. Plummer didn't play well, but I'll be honest with you, and I mean this wholeheartedly, who the hell could play against that front seven of Florida State? Florida State sacked Louisville seven times and forced 14 tackles for loss. 14 tackles for loss in the backfield. Think about that. Like, how the hell are you? Why You, you want to be a little shell-shocked at that? Everybody wants to talk about Jaws running out, ran out of bounds on second and seven, made it third and two. Somebody tweeted, it's the softest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, well, you probably never played sports in your life. The guy probably uphill made a mistake. People have mental lapses. People are allowed to make mistakes. Sorry that you fans out there are so fucking perfect. Oh, by the way, I cuss on here. Just want to let y'all know that too if you're first time listeners. Um, so if you got your kids in the car, kids or way around you, I apologize. But I do say some words on here, so I apologize. Um... I'm a little pissed off at the fact that we have lost, lost the game. But I'm also very proud and happy. Um, Jeff Brom did something that never happened at the University of Louisville. He took Louisville football to a conference championship game and played one of the best teams in the country and held on as tight as we could. I mean, we had chances, a chance to get seven. I mean, Plummer made a bad throw in the end zone that could have been a touchdown. I mean. You know, I, I'm more mad at, like, little little lapses, you know. I'm mad at the third and two play call trying to run up the middle with Jaws instead of going to the outside. Um, I'm just mad at a lot of – I mean, I'm mad about that. I mean, yeah, it sucks we got beat, but at the same time, it's progress. I thought we would nine or ten games this year after the bowl, after a bowl game. I didn't think we would have ten game ten games won t- going to a bowl game. That being said – Transfer portal's opened up. It's a new way of college football. I don't like the portal, personally. I'm not... I'll put it this way. A lot of people will say, are you on the NIL train or are you on the portal train? Here's why I am. I'm all about NIL. I think guys should get paid. I don't think they should be getting millions and millions of dollars going to school. I think they're getting a free education, a free scholarship. I think that's fine. I think they should make money off their name and likeness and everything else. I, I think that's the truth. I also... Um, another thing that I... Uh, But the portal, I think the portal is the problem right now because the portal is too nuts. I think it's a little too much. I think it needs to slow its ass down a little bit. I think everybody wants to have that period where people can enter the portal and stuff. I don't like that. I think guys should leave after their bowl game they're eligible to go to the portal or whatever after the season's over they're eligible to go i don't like teams declaring i don't like players declaring for the draft now i don't like guys doing this and that that's my that's my opinion on things um but that you could be different that's whatever um yeah I, I just disagree with a lot of things right now, man, the, especially on Louisville Twitter. The shit's just – it just shit's unbearable. My God. I tweeted to one of my good friends last night. I said, you know, Braum got us where he needed to go. And he, Braum overachieved this year, and I'm proud of it. It's just good stepping stones for next year. And he tweeted me back and texted me back. My buddy goes – who's a Notre Dame fan, by the way. text texted me goes, you guys are in a really good position to make some noise next year. If you bring, some good, bring in some good key pieces and keep building, you guys got a shot. And I really believe that. I really believe that Brahm's done a great job. Um, but that being said, um, ten and three, I'll take it any day of the year over six and seven, seven and six, eight wins. I take that any day of the year. Ten wins, I am I'm very impressed with it. Good stepping stone. So I'll take a sw- swig of this team real quick. Oh man. Now I will state this. I'm drinking out of a jug, in this morning we will talk about college football playoff and the committee real quick. I feel bad for Florida State. Um, yeah, I feel really bad for Florida State. I think it's a crock of shit. I really do. I think it's horrible. I think it's bullshit, and I think it's pathetic that they weren't in. I mean, well, why play for conference champ? Why play for a conference championship? Why do you play games? So you punish a guy, a team, for getting hurt, their quarterback getting hurt. You punish them. You punish them, basically. I get Alabama getting in. Alabama deserved to get in. Georgia deserved to get in. Ohio State deserved to get in. There was about eight or nine teams. There was about eight teams that deserved to get in that thing. They believed it. They really did. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly they deserved that. I will state this for the record, though. And you can keep this – Key on this note You know everybody points out The fact last year that the reason why Because of what happened to TCU I'm going to make this real clear to you Yeah TCU got their ass beat by Georgia But what did they do to Michigan in a national college football Semifinal what did they do in the, in the, the, the Semifinal that game They beat the living shit out of Michigan right So I'll make this real clear What happened to TCU was going to happen To Michigan that was going to happen Michigan was not going to beat them Oh, Michigan made a better game. What, 20 points? So what's the difference? What is the difference? Why are we getting off this analogy of this shit? It's a crock of shit, and it's bullshit, and that's what it is. I am – oh, my God. I, I don't agree with it. You know, I don't agree with it. I'm on Booger McFaller and, and Dan, uh, Dan Mullen, what they said last night. I am 100% on their side of this, and I agree with what they said. Why play games? Why win? It's a travesty. It's BS and Jordan Travis and those guys have nothing to feel sorry about and if I was them I would say fuck the Orange Bowl Why we play games fuck the Orange Bowl we'll stay undefeated and fuck you guys they did I would do I literally, they won't do it but I would really consider doing it and it's a crock of shit it really is it's bullshit it's flat out bullshit that this has happened because why, why what's the point why because you're you're <laughs> I get... College football is about making money. But it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny You like, think about it. Texas, Alabama, SEC next year. Michigan and Washington. Big Ten next year. Mm. Oh, that's right. Out of the 14, 15 teams that finished in the rankings of the college football playoff, only one of them are not the uh, SEC or Big Ten related next year. Oh, that's right. It's Florida State. That makes sense. And you know what's funny? I'll tell you what's gonna happen in college football playoff. Texas is gonna beat the shit out of Washington, and Bama's gonna beat Michigan, and Bama's gonna win it all. That's what's gonna happen. And I'm not mad at Alabama getting in. I'm not mad from the standpoint. I think they deserve to get in. I'm just saying in general, I think Florida State went undefeated. They should have got in. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at the committee for doing what's right. I'm not mad at the committee for doing it. I'm mad at the fact that we're just going away from bylaws of well, they want they want thirteen and zero. They shouldn't they but they what what but they had an injury. You're using the strength of schedule thing against them, but they had an injury. You basically use an injury excuse for not letting a team in. That's the problem. I'm not mad at Alabama. I'm not mad at them getting in. I'm mad at the committee for making a decision that they all go on by bylaws that they did not make. That's the problem. That's the issue here, if I can clear that up. And I think it's a crock of shit, and I think it's bullshit. And I will stand ten toes down on that shit. I really, really will. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, and I feel really bad for him. I feel horrible for them. Now, here's the thing. Now... You know, Coach JB Jason Brown, he did something He he put something on Twitter the other day that I wholeheartedly agreed with, and I think it's a great thing what he did. And I'm I'm gonna state this for the record. I'm you know whatever he did on Last Chance U, what he did at his job, that's that's his business. I don't know, but he he said he I'm gonna find this tweet. He, he said something the other day, and I'm going to try and find it real quick and see where I can, where's it at. But he said something. Oh, I know where it is. Hold on, guys. Jason Brown. Okay. He did something. He put something out about conference championships not meaning shit. I'm going to play this for you guys real quick. If you can't hear us, I apologize. Here he goes. Here we go, guys. Absolutely, deadly
1: shit. FTC conference titles mean nothing no more. Big 10 mean nothing. Pac-12's gone. So SEC, ACC, nothing. Why? I would would not be shocked. Mark my words and clip this shit right now. When we have dudes sitting out of a conference title game that's undefeated because we know we're in the playoff already. I wouldn't be surprised if we have the made society we live in now where we'll sit there and say, oh, we want to lose. This is similar to... What do they call it? Folding in the NFL or whatever? Like, 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 Trying try to like three seed almost. So, you yeah, don't want that hey, we don't want to play them number one. We'll lose to them in the, in the, in, 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 in the SEC title game. And we're going to be the fourth seed anyway. So we'll be the fourth seed and we'll get to play a fucking shittier team. I'm telling you right now, you're opening up Pandora's box with this shit right here. The conference title.
0: Tell me he's not lying. Tell me he's not lying. If you heard that, tell me he's not lying. Tell me he is not lying because he's not lying. He's telling the fucking truth. College football is killing collegiate sports with this shit. They're going to kill collegiate sports. And that's the sad thing. It's bad enough. College, ba- college basketball is suffering the most from this. Because if you're going to expand the college football playoff to 12 teams, what you're going to do, then you're going to get these numbnucks out there saying, well, they ought to expand the NCAA tournament and give everybody a fair shot. Let me tell you something. People don't deserve to be in tournaments because they don't win games. That's the fact. They've already going to ruin the NIT. They've already made that clear what they're going to do with the NIT, which is a crock of shit. Now you're, they're talking about the NCAA tournament. That's the rumor going around. I'm going to make this real fucking clear to you. The NCAA tournament does not need to be expanded, nor does it need to be. It needs to be. It needs to be put where it needs to be. And like he said, this bitch made society we got now, where Arab everybody should get a fair pass, and everybody should get a trophy for participating. No, they didn't win. They don't get shit. That's the way it looks, plain and simple. I'm old school, man. I'm 30 years old, dude. I guess I'm old school. I'm just old school. I, you know, I remember my little first play. I remember that's how I grew up with. Trophies with championships First place got a trophy Second place got a uh, medal And third place got a ribbon That's the way I remember how it was If you're old enough to remember that in school Then I guess we're on the same page here I mean that wholeheartedly And I'm, I'm fed up with it 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 That's being said Louisville got their bowl though The holiday bowl against USC Obviously Caleb Williams won't be playing more unlikely, um, I think Louisville wins that game. I think they win that bowl game. and They'll be eleven and three. I'll be happy. I very. I'll be eleven and three. I'll be very happy with that. Uh, that's a good standard to start on. Hey, eleven three would win over USC, it'd be cool. Good shit. Um, I will stake this too. Uh, going to San Diego, California to play USC was only lives two or three hours away. It's pretty fucking nuts, in my opinion. But it is what it is. I'm not gonna. Throw stones about it. It is what it is. We're playing on a big bowl on December twenty seventh. I'm happy. And oh, by the way, to the Kentucky Wildcats that are like, we got Clemson, the Gator Bowl. I had a Kentucky fan text me every night saying, "Watch what we do to Clemson." Yeah, you're not gonna do nothing because Clemson, but Dabo don't lose bowl games. Dabo going with that ass. I'll be, oh, I'll be the biggest Clemson Tiger fan in the world. I'll be running. i I will build a hill in my backyard and run down that motherfucker. I swear to God, I will. <laughs> Come on, y'all. And, oh, by the way, this whole SEC-ACC talk against each other, blah, 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 SEC this. I mean, ACC was 6-4 this year against the SEC. Just want to leave a little note out there for you. All right, so uh, since we're talking about conference realignments real quick, you know, um, a lot of Louisville fans, including myself, think the ACC doesn't give a shit about Louisville, even though I, I take that back. A lot of Louisville fans don't think they get a free judgment by the ACC even though we're a money market for them. I think this personally, My this is my opinion on things and this is what's going to happen. The ACC hasn't been friendly to Louisville. Okay, you can have that argument. Officiating-wise, yeah, I get it. whole Harley, blah, 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 no backing, none, nothing else. I will state this. If we are going to leave the ACC... Can we at least win something in it first before we leave? Because I don't we've won in everything they've done. We've won in the Metro, the Missouri Valley. Okay, Missouri Valley Metro Conference, USA, the Big East, the AA, the A, the American Athletic Conference. We've won in everything we've done. We've won in everything. In all sports. I know football was different with some of those leagues, but you hear what I'm saying? We can't just win. We can't just like we can't win something before we leave, please, at least once. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to leave the ACC and not win anything. Now, I would love to go to the Big 12 for basketball. Absolutely. I'm a – First, and I'll make this real clear to these football fans out there that think, well, Louisville's a football school now and it it needs to be blah, blah, blah. Let me make this real clear. I remember in the late 90s, my dad would take me to Freedom Hall for games. And I say late 90s, remember because I was born in 93. I remember going to a couple games – and I remember um, Dad buying purchase purchasing tickets. And I remember seeing on the Freedom Hall box office when you walked in, say, on the wall saying, If you buy season tickets next year for basketball, you get football tickets, season tickets for free. Dad package deals. Because football was not a hot commodity. Remember that? Do y'all remember that? I sure do. So, for all you football season ticket holders that got your eyes wide when I said that, remember where you come from and be humble. That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, uh, back to basketball. Start the week off. I did my recap last week. And last week, I make this real, real simple for you guys. Wednesday night, they played Bellarmine at 8 o'clock. Louisville did last Wednesday. Um, Louisville was down at the half, 27-22, didn't play well. Ty, Tyler Johnson is tights. So I'll get in that in a minute. And plain and simple, they came out second half a little fire. Louisville got a 12-point lead and got a lead in the second half. And never looked back. I will make this real clear to everybody. Everybody's making well they they did it, they won a the game without their best player, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna make this real clear to you guys. For a team that won four games last year, and to beat a team the way they did. Let me let me ask you this question. If you really sit there and think about it, we you count wins, right? There's more negativity about everything all this bullshit these guys say and everything else about online about how well this guy was out this guy is out it seems like there's an agenda that you guys just want to hate these guys and put point out this coaching staff everybody talks about piss poor coaching and everything else we're going to get into Tech here in a minute after this i think Kenny Payne's done a great job i think he's done a really i'm sorry not great a really good job he did a great job to be 6 and 2 right now they should be 6 and 2 these guys are learning how to win talent wise they're getting better you know, Josh Pashner called the Votech game yesterday, and he called the game, and he did a great job, in my opinion. He said some really good things about how about how um, uh, about how things work and how things go. And he says, "You think Louisville's going to finish the bottom of the ACC? They're not." They're going to win some games this year. They're going to be very positive. They're going to win some games. Everybody, I got a bet with a guy on Twitter, hundred dollars that Louisville won't win ten games, and I will be gladly to take that money from. Him, I guarantee it. Um. Um. I also believe that um, Louisville has um, done a lot of. Positive things to talk about. I think they've done a lot of good things. I think I think they're one of the best premier defenses teams in the country. Their three point shooting defense has been really remat- ever since ever since getting their ass kicked by Tennessee Chattanooga. They had defended three point line better than anybody in the country. Their three point defense has been really good. Um, I think their points in the paint defense. They're getting killed inside because all guys Brandon Huntley hatfield were getting straight line drive because Edmonds ain't in the game and Amani Okafor those guys aren't aren't playing right now. I also believe that Louisville has got a lot of good, a lot of solid core pieces. Everybody was on Kenny Payne's ass about Tyler Johnson, about the whole tights thing. Everybody says, "Why would you call a player out?" Blah 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 blah. And I mean this wholeheartedly. If you hear this, and if you think that that was Kenny should not call his team out, he can't control his locker room. No 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 no. Kenny called him out because he held he holds teams he holds those guys accountable. And it's also some Things I was saying That Scott Clark And those guys Probably said Hey Tyler What the hell man We need you Well right We haven't been wearing the same tights What's going on with you Tyler probably didn't Feel well because Of was growing And probably said Hey coach I can't go the right tights In mental laps Can't admit that He's got a, It's a mental thing And Kenny got him Out of his funk In the second half Against Bellerman. He was great Down the stretch I'm going to make This real clear to you If you think Kenny painted that By wrong Then turn this podcast Off Block me on Twitter This Because I'm going To let you know Right now You're soft you're soft if you really believe that. You are soft if you really believe that Kenny Payne was wrong for doing that. You are soft. And that you're part of the society that is soft and sensitive. And I want to make that real clear to you. That's a fact. So, that's where I was standing on with that. And another thing, too. The Vitek game. Collins, the guard for Vitek, is 0-11 from 3. He goes three for going in the game. He goes three for three in the game against Vot Va- against us. And Vatek shot five of twenty for three. You do the math. Twenty points off the bench. Uh, they shot forty eight percent in the second half. That hurt us and got to the free throw line a lot. Um, I thought Louisville just. Louisville had a chance to tie the game with, by three. They had a chance to tie it. I mean, they lost the lead and got it back. Blah blah blah. They're growing with this. This team's gonna grow up. By January or February, we're going to see what this team's made of because I think they can be a problem. I think they're going to be a team that's going to be on the bubble. They're going to be 19 and 12 and be like, wait a minute, hold up. Like, here we come. They got a lot of talent. Scott Clark can play. Trey White can play. Mike James, Mike James can play. And I mean this, I tweet out and cast Mike James needs to chill Like Mike, you're shot hunting a little bit. Just relax. Calm down, buddy. Your shots are going to fall. Another thing about Mike James I like. Mike James rebounded his ass off. He had eight rebounds. He helped out on the glass. Trey White did a good job in the glass. JJ Trainer. These guys are playing hard, man. Until Dennis Evans gets he's got his feet wet right now, but until he gets that little that water shin high in his legs, on his legs, we're gonna have issues right now guarding the, prim, guarding the paint. Evans could have helped us yesterday with those straight line drives. Evans with his length could have helped us. It could have helped us. Um you know, everybody talks about Tyler Johnson. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, and I mean this wholeheartedly about Tyler Johnson. There's a reason why Kenny will let him start. Little comments like that and everything else, there's a reason why. He needs to he is he is meant to come off the bench right now, and give us some energy, help us out. That's a fact. He is meant to give us some energy off the bench. I think yesterday Caleb Glenn getting in foul trouble against Vitech, and I'm recording this on a Monday, and you'll hear it on a Wednesday, by the way. I think Caleb Glenn getting in foul trouble hurt us a lot. Caleb Glenn hurt us a lot, and that hurt us because he helps... I mean, in the Bellarmine game, he gave us some great minutes just rebounding. He had seven rebounds there, and I guess Bellarmine... You tell me Caleb Glenn ain't good for four rebounds, four or five rebounds a game? He is. He is, in my opinion. Um... You know, they're 4-4, four and four, man. I know moral victories aren't a thing at Louisville. I know they're not. But like I tweeted the other day, like, these guys are getting better. And by midseason, they could be a problem. I really like this team. I really like their effort and energy. Kenny Payne's done a great job. And for the fans out there that are, that, that are flat out not going to the games at the um, these young men deserve your support. You need to buy a ticket. Ten Nosebleeds are $10, y'all. They're $10 on everywhere. I'm The 17th of December, I'm going to the Pepperdine game. I'm going to go i am gonna tell my girlfriend I'm gonna go. I'm gonna support, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna enjoy myself. I got money put up, it's my Christmas gift, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna support him and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do what I do best. Cause I love those guys. I love what they do. They do everything right. I love the Louisville I love I'm a Louisville Cardinal for life and always will be. And I'm gonna root him. If Kenny Payne can't change things around, he'll be gone. But he's gonna get a year three. The way things are trending, Kenny Payne's going to get a year three. They're going to get a year three, and that's what's going to happen. They're not going to have a losing record. They won't be 500. They will have a winning record, and they will be on the bubble more than likely. They can be 7-4 and going to Kentucky game. I was hoping 8-3, and but I knew the Votech game, that would be a question mark. And like a guy I was tweeting way back for this is a piss poor Votech team. Dude, they're 6-3. I mean, they're a 5-3 team on the road. I mean, they're a winning record. I mean, my God, shut up. The negativity you see on Twitter. I had to tell a guy yesterday shut the fuck up and quit being so negative. Like quit being so fuck. I didn't tell him to shut the fuck up. I said shut up and quit being so fucking negative, man. All the time you get on are just negative. Like you know, and this whole KP mafia thing. What the fuck is that? What's this KP mafia bullshit? Like what is this crap? You're if you're a Kenny Payne, if you support Kenny Payne, you're not a little fan. Well, guess what, dude? I'm gonna he's my head coach and supporter. So if you support Chris Mack back then and his little his hot headed bullshit ass, what's the difference? I mean, my God, y'all, like, I don't understand this point. Like, you got a bunch of guys on here just like to to tweet stupid shit and just run their mouth, man. It's like, shut up. You know, Kenny, and I'll tell you right now, I think Kenny Payne's baiting the media. I think they're baiting it. I think he's baiting the media. I really do. I think it's fucking funny. I really do. I think it's fucking funny. Kenny Payne's baiting the media. He really is. The other night when he talked to Tyler, well, I really shouldn't tell you this, but that's grin on his face. You don't think Kenny Payne's going back and showing these guys what these guys are saying on Twitter, saying look what they're saying, guys. Let's just go prove them wrong. Look what they're saying. You don't think Kenny, Kenny or somebody in that, in that that staff is saying something? And now another thing, if you think Josh Hurd is going to let this thing ride and say, hey, we're going to fire Kenny Payne in the end of the year, Josh Hurd knows what he's doing. Josh Hurd knows what it takes to clean the program up. He's got the right guy there. And Kenny's learning from experience. And, and like, that play drew up. The, and everybody says, well, woof, piss poor coach. They know where to go. They had a ball. The ball got inbound. Trey White was handling the ball. He was handling the ball. There was supposed to be a pin-down screen for either Sky Clark to go the way with him or a pin-down where he flashed to the corner and Huntley Hathaway rolls and Huntley Hathaway gets the ball and has a layup. Miscommunication, they went up the wrong way. That's what happened. That's what happened playing simple. It wasn't Kenny's fault on that. It was the player's fault. Once again. I mean, I'm gonna look up this box score real quick for the game. Let me pull this box score up for you guys real quick. Okay, here we here we go. So here's this box score. Louisville shot 40% from the field, 32% from three, 89% from the free throw line, 11 turnovers, 11 assists. That's that's something to look at. I mean, they didn't – one was a big – they were tied. It was tight. 30 rebounds, 7 offensive rebounds, 4 blocks, 6 steals, 21 personal fouls. Here's Vatek, though. 44, four per, 44% from the field, 5 of 20 from three, 22 of 27 from the, from the free throw line, 9 turnovers, 18 assists. 29 rebounds, 6 offensive rebounds, 2 blocks, and 6 steals, 17 personal fouls. But the difference in that, the free throw, I would say that's the free throw line in the game and the fact that Collins had 20 points off the bench. But you look at Louisville, Huntley Hatfield, he played 38 minutes yesterday. Man, 14 points, 9 rebounds. Sky Clark, 16-2-3, shot 4-12 of from the field, but 7-8 from the from the free throw line. Trey White, 4-10 of 10 from the field, but he had 10 points. Three rebounds, four assists, a block, and three steals. Staff sheet shut stuffer like Kenny Payne said it needs to be. Mike James, ten points. Actually, nine rebounds and four assists. J.J. Trainer eight points and five rebounds. Ty Johnson, ten points off the bench. But here's the other thing. Caleb, Caleb, uh, I'm sorry. Curtis Williams, six minutes, did not score a point. Did not, outside had two shots. Caleb Glenn, four minutes, but four fouls. And Emelo before, played two minutes and didn't really do anything. You got to get more production from your bench, man and that's the thing you gotta get more production for your bench I mean I do like the starters of Sky Clark Mike James and Trey White all getting they got actually they got all assists Ty Johnson didn't have a single assist that's something to look at Ty was more of a scorer yesterday more of an isolation scorer and I think that that kind of hurt them a little bit he needs to get guys involved but he's a spark plug and an energizer bunny it works but also it helps on the bench if you got Curtis Williams and Caleb Glenn out there hitting some shots too I mean, they, they. I think it's. It, I mean, last year by and I put this out there: if they had, they'd had gotten up by. If they had to the lead at the half, and plain and simple, if they got in the lead by the half, and Louisville went out and said, and Louisville went out and lost that lead in the second half last year, they would have lost by a game of ten points. I guarantee it. You look at their next three games before the Kentucky. Game, they got at DePaul, Arkansas stayed at home, and they got um, Pepperdine. At 2 o'clock I really believe this I think they win the game Saturday at DePaul DePaul is horrible They should win that game by 10 points Um, Louisville also was a 12.5 point underdog The other day And they lost the game by 7 points So Fuck you Vegas Um, But at the same time man I mean You know it sucks But We we gotta win games They got to win games man And that's gotta change That has to change I just I feel like they're so close man They're so fucking close And I really And I have been mean this whole Harley If you think they're going to finish in the, Like Josh Pastor said You think they're going to finish The bottom half of the ACC You're fucking crazy You really are If you think that they, if they, they It's just man It's just Plain simple that's just the, the way I look at things, man. I really believe that he, they're starting to turn the wheels down there and they're going to roll off. I think by the second week of January to February, they're going to roll off eight or nine out of ten down the road oh, stretch. And we're like, wait a minute. Hold up. Like, wait a minute. They're getting better, y'all. Straight up. All right. We got a little pro wrestling to talk about. Um this is and also by the way I'm a massive pro wrestling fan and send me questions like always on that google thing like I put it on my twitter my facebook send me questions wrestling related questions I'll answer them too CM Punk is now in WWE um I'm gonna play I'm gonna get online I'm gonna play this promo he had the other night on WWE television make sure my volume is off We're going to play his promo that he had on Raleigh our night. And we're going to go ahead and do this right here, right now. All right. Now, for those that got an ad going, I got my volume down, but we're going to go ahead and, and skip this. We're going to skip this, and I'm going to play this and let you guys hear the promo yourself in three, two, one. Here we go. Punk's walking out right now Obviously (laughs) Nice ovation For sure That's a nice shirt by the way Punk looking a little jacked Let me fast forward for y'all real quick Fast forward for y'all real quick here we go.
2: Ah, so uh, you cover. fucking
0: advertisers. I it hate this a crap. fits on
2: like a fitted sheet, but it's temperature controlled. Here, here we go. Looks like hell froze over. And when I mean hell froze over, I mean... This is me, standing in a WWE ring on Monday Night Raw with a live microphone in my hand. I don't mean the fact that apparently a Blackhawks fan is universally loved inside the Predators barn. Okay, I'm sorry, I had to. You guys understand that. I gotta be me, right? And lately, I've been feeling a little bit more like myself ever since Saturday, which was a career highlight for me. I've been trying to come up with the words and the language to explain to all of you exactly how I feel. And I've come to two words, and I'm afraid to say them, honestly. And it's not because they're not true. It's because I'm a little bit scared of how true they actually are. And it's a little bit corny and it's a little bit cheesy and it's not going to sound like CM Punk, but I've changed. And once upon a time, an American dream taught me that as long as you speak from the heart, you cannot go wrong because it is the truth. And this is the truth. I'm home. this familiar place and I didn't know how I was gonna react and I didn't know how it was gonna go but it has made me feel like my old self because this is where I belong (laughs) this is home and I've been gone for 10 years And over 10 years you people never forgot me even when maybe I wanted to forget me and that's powerful you are all powerful Bunch of continents, countless countries, arenas all over the world. The people watching at home, the people in the building never stopped chanting my name. Give
0: Sorry, the advertising show. I gotta eyes. get my body. Yeah, give, give me Give yeah. me Here we go. CFO, CFO, CFO.
2: The voiceless found their voice. And I couldn't be more proud of you, and I heard you! And that's why I'm back, because I love you guys. I love you guys! I love you guys, and I've missed you guys, and I've missed all of this, and I wish I could say I never had to leave. But once upon a time, a wise man told me, for me to get everything I need out of this place, I'd have to leave and come back hate to say the wise man was right but that's why I'm back to get everything I need out of this place I'm back for you because you are home Saturday night was an amazing moment Monday night is an amazing moment I try to have the words to explain to you how it feels but in front of and behind the camera it's been nothing but love It's been nothing but hugs. It feels like a family reunion. Everybody back there is happy to see me. It's all smiles. A few people kiss me on the mouth. It's welcome back, welcome home. We've missed you. We're happy to see you. By the way, how's AJ? And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you AJ is fabulous, and she sends her regards. everybody some people are afraid they're afraid of the truth they're afraid of what they don't understand but I understand everything I've ever wanted has always been here the competition here week in and week out competes to be the best in the world but the best in the world has not been here for almost ten years I understand being afraid. They're afraid that I just set the bar to an unattainable level. They're afraid that the brass ring is in my back pocket and they can't grab it. They're afraid that the most dangerous and controversial feared men in this industry just walk through the front door and there's nothing that they can do about it. Afraid that tomorrow morning when they wake up, they're going to have to come to terms with the fact that their best efforts at being the best in the world, in this ring, on this microphone, even at commentary, isn't just false, but it's a lie. Because the best in the world is back, and the best in the world is standing in the middle of the ring, live and in living color in Nashville, Tennessee, on a Monday night, and his name is...
0: So a lot of people online said that was a boring promo. It didn't really address anything. Punk really didn't shoot, uh, like shoot on nobody. Blah 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 blah. Here is my thing, guys, and I mean this real wholeheartedly. I think it, the promo got the point across, and it was a money. It was a promo saying, "Hey, I'm back. This is what I need to do." Blah 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 blah. Um, I'm not going to disagree that I, I was expecting a little bit more, but I do like. I do like what's going on I do like that uh, An Oklahoma State's quarterback Just went to the portal Holy shit That's big news And Ohio State's quarterbacks in the portal too Side note though Side note on that But Louisville uh, Not Louisville <laughs> CM Punk did a, a really good promo I thought And I'm excited to see What he's going to do um, I'm not the biggest CM Punk supporter um, I did support the fact That I thought It was a crock of shit How he got fired from AEW And I felt like Tony Khan should be Held, held responsible for it But that being said um, Yeah Good promo, and I'm excited for Mania. Now, before we get, I got some uh, stuff I want to do real quick. Uh, Sting's final match in AEW, uh, AEW Revolution, obviously Sting the Icon. Woo! You know that Sting. Um, his final match in AEW is going to take place in the Greensboro Coliseum. Um, I pray to God they have a great house, man. I pray to God they do. Punk's uh, Sting's final match is going to take place at Revolution, and I will be watching live that night not in attendance but on pay-per-view i'll be excited for it in march it will be my birthday weekend so i'll be watching it but uh, overall though man i'm just very very uh excited that it we're gonna see sting finally do uh, finally go off in one last hurrah in my opinion um yeah man so sting's final match in aew it's going to be placed in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I'm pretty excited about that. By the way, I do like the uh, Continental Classic that AEW's done so far. I think it's been a really good tournament, really good matches, too. All right, so I thought I'd throw this little out here, this little fantasy booking review, pred- booking predictions for WrestleMania. And I, I, I like doing this just from time to time just to see what people are talking about, and that's a fact. Um, I think obviously the main events, um, the night one, night two. I think the main event is going to be Roman and Cody for the undisputed world title. I really believe. It. I think night one though, I think CM Punk's going to win the Royal Rumble and face Seth Rollins for the world title. And I also think this. I don't think neither one of them will be world champion at the end of the, uh, night one. I think what's going to happen is Punk and Rollins are going to have a great match, and Priest is going to cash in, interfere, and he's going to beat. Either Rollins or Punk for the world title, and he's going to get the world championship. And Priest is going to win. The Judgment Day is going to have the world title. And now Punk and Rollins have a beef, and they got to, they got to Chase Priest for the world title. I think that's a I think that's one thing. I think Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso is going to be another match that's going to happen. I also believe that Solo Sokoa will have a big match, and I think John Cena is possibly going to the guy or Randy Orton. Um, I think that's a possibility I think Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch is locked in. And I also think that I Here's a little fancy booking for you. What if Bailey wins the Royal Rumble after the damage control is uh, turned on her and she faces EO Sky for the women's world for the 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 women's the WWE Women's Championship on SmackDown. Just a little sum right there to throw out. Um I think Gunther versus Chad Gable will be for the IC title at Mania. I think that's going to happen. Or Brock Lesnar and Gunther, like everybody's been talking about. But I also see, you know, there's other possibilities, too. That's just little things I've been thinking about, too, as well. All right, guys. We got a little creature features to talk a little bit. And then I got some show. I got a couple stuff to talk about movies and a couple show questions. I'm going to get you guys out of here. Um... I had planned on trying to go see the new Godzilla Minus One film. I had planned on seeing it, and unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to go see it. I'm going to try and go this weekend, but Godzilla Minus One is basically a a reboot of the Japanese classic monster movie, and I've heard nothing but great things about it, no bad reviews, and I'm just excited to see what it is. I hope I can get a review out to you guys this weekend, but it will be rock and rolling on that. Uh, before I get into the, before I get into the next trailer watch, it's been a long time since we've done a trailer reaction on here, we're gonna do a little Godzilla and Kong trailer reaction. I was gonna talk about the posters, but the trailer came out and we'll see that. Um Also another thing <coughs> to talk about. Uh Godzilla and um, not Godzilla, but Kong, but uh right, next thing. Um we're gonna talk a little bit about my YouTube channel. It's coming out in the spring. Yes, I am doing a YouTube channel. It is coming out in the spring. I'm going to be doing one uh, strictly about movie reviews. That's mainly the thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to do some uh, video game reviews as well. Do some live streaming as well. And then I'm going to do some of that stuff as well. I'm also going to... uh, As I take a little sip of this tea real quick. I'm going to... uh, You know, have top 10 best films of the year top 10 worst films of the year and obviously it will be more of a horror movie themed channel so I will be reviewing a lot more horror films than anything else and uh, I would probably do some top 5, 10 best and worst horror films of the year too little things like that I would do anniversary films like for example a film came out 25 years ago on this date I would probably drop a review for it on that day of the film but that is the plan um, the podcast is not going away. The, the movie reviews will get away from the podcast. They will slowly go away, and I would strictly talk about wrestling and music. I'm um, not music, but movies and stuff. And I will do, do some music review albums on that show as on that that channel as well. But overall, though, that's the plan for it, and I've got the equipment for it. I'm just doing some test runs, getting things right where it needs to be. All right. Before I get into this next trailer watch, I want to make an announcement that I'm excited for, that Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice 2 just wrapped up filming, and I am ecstatic to see what that film's going to be in. It's one of my favorite horror films, one of my favorite movies in general, and I'm very excited to see some clips online, some pictures got leaked out about uh, some leaks. Some leaks online. Got leaked out about uh, some pictures and stuff, but obviously that did not happen. Uh, obviously that, um, that uh, I mean, see some leaks, but they got taken out. of just injecting somebody with some uh, with some true sermon <laughs> but it, Michael Keaton's makeup looks really good, and um, yeah, I'm very happy. Now we've got a little a uh, couple trailer watches to watch. Actually, this is the watch I'm gonna give you one real quick. God, I'm a big creature feature fan. I love Godzilla and Kong, King Kong. Have always been my favorites. I like Jaws. Crawl uh, was a good little alligator film that came out a couple years ago. But Godzilla and King Kong are the the goats of creature features in my opinion. And we're gonna sit here and watch a little the new Kong, Kong and Godzilla, the new Empire. We're gonna watch this trailer for you guys. Do a little trailer reaction right here, right now. And here we go. Egypt. Okay, we
1: believed that life could only exist Ooh. on the surface
2: of our planet.
0: The hell? It's a big ass paw. It's a big ass ball. What paw. else were we wrong about? It? <laughs> Welcome to, to my world.
1: Secrets than we could possibly imagine. Very good. Like <laughs> Still
0: in <now>. Oh. What oh. <laughs> nice is that? It's That's a big a ass ball. ball. Are we going to get to see the reveal of the, the new nemesis? The new, here we go.
1: What could have done this?
0: still got an upgrade He's a fucking super saiyan Oh my god Okay. A uh, couple gripes About some CGI effects But man <laughs> I'm excited 2024 has got some good films The new Mad Max trailer just dropped So I'm excited to see what that's going to be about But I will state this That was pretty badass what I saw I'm uh, very very excited To see what they're going to do with this But we're going to rock and roll And um, I'll be there opening weekend for sure and also, by the way, more if, if, if for example, if there's delays on the channel or whatever happens, there will be more movie reviews on this this channel. It will be more based upon that. So yeah. All right, guys. So we're gonna get after that. We're gonna we got some questions answered. I got two questions this week. Not a whole lot, but we're gonna rock and roll with a couple new questions. And as I pull them up here on my phone, where are they at? Ah, here we go. First question. Your thoughts on the latest Halloween movie? I wasn't a huge fan. Um, Halloween ends, and before anybody knows, I am a massive horror movie fan. I got um, I got one sleeve full of horror characters, and I got uh, my other one I'm working on now. But my opinion, I think that Halloween ends took a lot of chances. I did like that. Um, I thought the execution of some things was lacking, the final the film was built around Michael and Laurie's last fight and it's you only get really five minutes of that even though it was final as fuck. I thought it was really good. but there were some things that I did not like about it but I overall I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good entry. I felt like it should have been a middle chapter. Instead of a ending, and I felt like there were some things about Laurie's character 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 in it from the first two films of this new trilogy we got that was kind of like wait a minute she had PTSD now she's happy with life and everything else which did make sense. Um, yeah, there's Michael Michael's demise in the film is a little a little off putting, and um, but that's about it. I thought the Corey Cunningham character was interesting, but yeah second question final question do you prefer a classic horror film or a slasher? Well it depends on what you say there because uh, I think a lot of slashers are classic horror films but I get what you're trying to say of a do I like slashers more than classic horror films I think I'm more of a slasher fan. Like, okay, do you like a slasher or Rosemary's Berry, Berry, Baby? Do you like a slasher or The Shining? Do you like a slasher or The Frankenstein? I get what you're saying. If you're saying what that, I understand. But a lot of slashes are classic horror films. Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Child's Play, Scream. Like, films like that. But overall, though, um, I'm more of a slasher fan. I trend toward more... I trend... Tend to more slashers, but I do like classic horror films. I'm a big Frankenstein fan. Um, I love The Shining, The Lost Boys. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of horror. The Devil's Rejects, even though that's kind of a western slasher, but yeah, those are some things. So that concludes the show today. Just remember one thing and one thing only. Like as I close the show. I don't bullshit. I just tell it like it is, straight up. Have a good one, y'all.